more nervous in this room than anywhere else. It's on your radio right now. Do you know how to pop that coochie for a good one? There you go. It's the world's most dangerous one to show. Got the cameras on mother. Good morning, Angela Yee. Good morning, DJ Envy. Charlemagne the God. Peace to the planet. It's Thursday. Yes, it's Thursday. Yes, it is. I'm putting in a trouble ticket this morning. Um, I didn't know that I could do it myself. I thought I had to rely on our producers, but a trouble ticket for what? What's what's in trouble? Um, you know, when you put in the trouble ticket, the trouble ticket is it's a trouble ticket. That's what it's called, right? And it means that um, you know, you want something done. In the studio or something around the station. Okay. Uh, I need something mounted. What you What you need mounted? That sounds weird. Oh, uh, you'll see. I just need something mounted in the studio. That's all. I need something hanging up in here. Oh boy. Something for everyone I, to see. I can't wait. How How are you gonna word this? I know what you want mounted now. How mm-hmm. are you gonna word this? Um, I'm thinking, my mind right now is saying I need my ass mounted, but I'm not sure how. <laughs> I don't know if that's the proper wording in a professional Somebody setting. might take you up on that offer. <laughs> I need my ass mounted this morning. Okay. All right, some, sometime before in the next month. All right. <laughs> All right. Definitely before Black History Month, though. All right. Well, you know who I just seen in the elevator? I seen our Godfather, Elvis Duran. Uh, I nice. saw Elvis yesterday. Dropping the clues bomb for the Godfather, Elvis Duran. Love that guy. You saw him yesterday, too, right, Envy? Yeah, I seen him yesterday, too. He was like, Envy, how do you... Uh, how do you work with that ass? <laughs> <laughs> that could be distracting. That could be distracting. And then it's just me and him on the elevator <laughs> together. I was like, you know what, Godfather? I said, you have a great day. He said, you have two. He said, slap the ass for me. I love it. Oh, I love it. Goodness. You know what? Because I mean, he's been calling me an ass and an a-hole forever. So it's just like now, when you say it, we just don't know what you might be talking about. My goodness. <laughs> well, Literally or figuratively. Goodness gracious. Well, Tiffany Haddish will be joining us this morning. Hey, she's got a new movie out tomorrow called Like a Boss. Like a Boss. In theaters tomorrow. Mm Mm-hmm. So we'll kick it with Tiffany Haddish. There's a lot been going on with Tiffany Haddish. She recently had her 40th birthday party in uh, early December. I was there. He was there for that. Mm-hmm. Uh, also, she has a She had a, a bar show. mitzvah. She had a, not a bar mitzvah. Black mitzvah. A bat mitzvah. A bat mitzvah. That's yes. for when girls have bat mitzvahs, boys have bar mitzvahs. I thought it was black mitzvahs. Black yeah, I don't know. <laughs> well, that's the name of her, her name, her special See? was uh, well, yeah. black mitzvah. I told you, I've seen the word somewhere. <laughs> she actually did. She, had, she, she had, had a bat mitzvah, though. Yeah, she had a bat mitzvah, and then she had a black mitzvah that, that night. Okay. All right, so we'll kick it with Tiffany Haddish, find out all about that. And then we got front page news. Let's start the show. What are we talking about? Uh, this is a sad story. Imagine somebody robs a pharmacy, but then they give you a note and you have a lot of compassion from the note that they give you. Okay. We'll get into that next. Keep it locked. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. I'm a young CEO. Sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. Let's get in some front page news. Where are we starting, Yee? Well, Carnival Cruise Lines, they have now banned offensive clothing. So that means any type of clothing that has messages that can be considered offensive, anything with nudity, profanity, sexual innuendo, or suggestions. And also, clothing and accessories cannot promote negative ethnic or racial commentary or hatred or violence in any form. It's very broad. Yeah, that's very broad. I mean, I'm trying to think, you know, what's... Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah, I get it. Right, yeah, but no, you could be it. like, oh, it's, it's a it's a kid it's a kid friendly cruise, so you don't want you know nudity, you don't want things that's going to be offending. What kids if you or... wear like a dump Trump shirt and somebody said they're offended? 
that's now that that's the start of the problem. What if Lizzo's walking around with that outfit she had on at the Lakers game? <laughs> that's well, because that's like a bikini though. Yeah, she on the okay. You can go on a cruise in that. I'm just asking. Kids yeah, might be offended fine. by that though. Parents might be offended by that though. What a thong? Yes. Regardless if it's, it's Lizzo or anybody else, like that's a lot of butt cheeks for a little kid to see. <laughs> no, really? <laughs> Excuse me? Are you asking? No, I'm not asking for your butt sure? cheeks. I'm positive. Okay. All right, now there's a man in Philly who allegedly robbed a pharmacy, that's and crazy. they said his demand note said he needed the money for his sick child. So you can see the store clerk scanning items, putting them in a plastic bag, and then that's when the man handed a note to the employee and it said, give me all the money. I'm sorry, I have a sick child. You have 15 seconds. They still haven't identified the suspect. They said he is described as a black man between 30 and 40 years old, under six feet tall with facial hair. But do you have sympathy for that? Did he have Absolutely. a gun? Absolutely. Did he have a gun? Or no, he just can't give him a note and said, I just a note. Just a note? Yeah. Absolutely. I mean, one of, the, one of the things that made me realize how messed up the healthcare system was in America was the movie John Q by Denzel Washington. Remember that movie? Mm-hmm. When he, you know, health everybody in a hospital hostage just because he wanted his son to get the heart transplant, I believe it was. So, yes, I have sympathy for that that person. Yes. All right, now, Donald Trump is apparently pulling back from more military action in the Iran crisis. Here's what he had to say. Our great American forces are prepared for anything. Iran appears to be standing down, which is a good thing for all parties concerned and a very good thing for the world. No American or Iraqi lives were lost because of the precautions taken, and an early warning system that worked very well. As we continue to evaluate options in response to Iranian aggression, the United States will immediately impose additional punishing economic sanctions on the Iranian regime. Now, Iran's uh, foreign minister said on Twitter that Iran did not seek escalation or war, but will defend ourselves against any aggression. Donald Trump then went on to say that the missiles Iran used when they did attack were paid for by Obama. Iran's hostilities substantially increased after the foolish Iran nuclear deal was signed in 2013, and they were given $150 billion, not to mention $1.8 billion in cash. Then Iran went on a terror spree, funded by the money from the deal. The missiles fired last night at us and our allies were paid for with the funds made available by the last administration. I mean, that is true, though. I don't know how much the money actually was, and I don't know if that money actually funded a terror spree, but, I mean, the Obama administration did give Iran that money. I think, I, I think they were saying that they owed Iran the money. All right. Well, that is your front-page news. I'm Angela Yee. All right, thank you, Missy. E. I also wanted to say, uh, Tom Brady, I know a lot of you uh, Patriot fans out there, it looks like Tom Brady is coming back. He wants another season. He doesn't want to go out like that. Mm-hmm. He should come back, and he should come back to the Patriots, and he should take less money. And the reason he should take less money is they could put more more around him on the offensive side because the defense is there. Right. They're not that far off. I mean, they lost four games last year. That is correct. I mean, I'm just saying. They need some wide receivers. They, need, they need, definitely need some help. Yeah. All right, well, that is your front page news. Get it off your chest. 800-585-1051. If you're upset, you need to vent, hit us up right now. Maybe you had a horrible night and you just need to vent, or maybe you had a great night and you want to spread some positivity. 800-585-1051. Get it off your chest. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. your time to get it off your chest, whether you're mad or blessed. So you better have the same energy. We want to hear from you on The Breakfast Club. Hello, who's this? Hi, Nikki. Hey, Nikki, what's up? Get it off your chest, mama. Uh, 
I just wanted to say that the missile thing going on with Iran, man, that's scary, but Trump was right. Uh, we did kind of pay for that stuff uh, <laughs> by, from uh, Obama or whatever. But I also wanted to say shout out to my homeboy Taylor because he's a Trump fan. He's a Trump what? fan. You want to shout him out for that? <laughs> Yeah. Well, but I mean, I'm, him and, I'm pretty neutral in, in politics standpoint. Well, him and about 40 million other people. <laughs> yeah, I guess so. I can't act like Trump don't have fans and supporters. Hello, who's this? Can presidents have fans? What's going on, yes. man? My name is Elias. I'm 24 from Bushwick. I called two months ago on my contractor's license. I got everything open. I'm a businessman. And I'm definitely trying to definitely get in tune with DJ Envy. I got some money I want to invest in. Some the remodeling done in Jersey and New York area. Take his money, Envy. Yeah, no, I, I don't, I don't um, invest people's money. I, I'm sorry, I, no, no, no. I, I, I can't take your money and invest. That's not what I do. I don't like. I don't want to take people's money. I try to guide people and tell them how to invest. I, I don't. I'm not one of those people that are taking money, bro. That's more, and that's more than that's more than youth right there. That's all I need. I need that advice. I got the money. All right. Well, well next time, well, next time we in New York, you need to come by one of our seminars and meet some of the people that can really, really help you out. Our, our lenders, our agents, attorneys. Yeah, oh. Y'all definitely got me into my business. Y'all did the trap laws. Mine is BTB. Build the block. Okay, all right. So you already, you already boss. So what do you need? You got to go to auction.com. Look for a crib, bro. You got the bread. Go. I, just, I got the, I got it all, man. I'm ready to go, man. Then go. Why are you yelling at this man? I don't know. All right, then go, sir. Yeah, then go. He, he gave me hype in the morning, baby. Thursday. <laughs> Come on, man. We ready. All right, we'll go. Let's go, man. Whenever... I'm doing it. I'm just waiting for you. I want to get this. I'm waiting for you. I don't got time. Time is money, baby. I can't be on my phone all day. I got too much people on my on my plate. So you, all right? You hold on, all right? I just want, I just want advice to get in tune. That's all I want. That's it. All right, you hold on. I'm gonna talk to you behind the scenes, man. We have another. Where, where you from? You from New York? I'm from New York, Bushwick, Brooklyn. All right. Well, why did you miss the New York seminar? Then you should have been there. Like I, like I just said, time is money. I'm working. I'm doing two renovations right now. I'm no time to be going anywhere. I'm, I'm only 24. I got two, 30 to have kids. I have a whole family. I got time. Hey, I respect your hustle, young man. You're not, you got your head on right for a 24 year old. Respect I, I agree to you. With you. But I can't do everything for you. I, can't, I, I got five well, kids and I, I got need, the same hustle. Yo, Evie. I don't need nothing from you. I just need your words of advice and have the straight mentality. That's all I need. All right, you hold, you hold on. I'm going to talk to you behind else. the scenes. You hold on. I'm going to talk to you behind the scenes. Yo, everyone, yo, Charlemagne and everyone else, E.E., Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. You all over the place. Yo, hold on. Happy Black History Month. Hold on. Go do your thing. Do your thing, man. He's online. Oh, that's crazy. Hello, who's this? Wine Beauty. Hey, Blind Beauty, we haven't heard from you in a minute. Yes, because life has been crazy. I um, I moved into my first place. Yes, congrats. In or whatever. And um, Trav has to come and uh, regulate my contractor. Like, Trav? To it. Yes. You know, they have a podcast you know, together. Oh. Yes. Yo, ever since Trav killed Porter Potty Guy in rapping, Trav has been really, really tough. I ain't gonna front. <laughs> no, because they were trying... Talking about, oh, the, the walls is this color. We, they were supposed to do so many things That's at my foul. house, and he had to go over there. I'm like, I'm blind, but my friends aren't. I but, respect Oh, Trav. there you go. That's foul. Trav's That's such foul. an aggressive top. Chad yeah, had to go regular. Chad's a good friend. Yeah. Other than that, everything has been good. Um, I miss you guys a lot and whatever. Man, so, we miss you, too. Well, we got yes. love for you, Blind Beauty. We see you. Congrats on buying the new house. Well, congratulations. Yeah. And that contract is foul. He should go to jail. What's it, what color did he tell you the walls were? What color did he paint them? 
it was just like, I mean, I'm using that as an exaggeration, but it was so much stuff they were supposed to do, like one of the windows they were supposed to fix. And Travis like, that looks ratchet as hell. Like, they need to fix that. And, you know, they, it was just a lot of little stuff. And my mom's Jamaican. She don't play that. Like, she went up there crazy. So. Okay. All right. Well, thank but, you, Mama. Blonde Beauty, you got to check in more, man. We need to hear from you more. Early. All right. Have a good yeah. one. All right, get it off your chest. 800-585-1051. If you need to vent, hit us up now. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Wake up, wake up. Wake your ass. This is your time to get it off your chest. Whether you're mad or blessed, we want to hear from you on The Breakfast Club. Hello, who's this? Hey, what's going on, MB? It's Marlo, man. I'm a kid from Brooklyn, man. Just retired out of the Air Force. Did 26 years, man. I, I need a favor from y'all if possible, man. Marlo, oh, you sound like Big Toe to Chocolate. Yeah, I was going to say that. You sound like a guy that calls up here Big Chocolate. Big Toe to nah, Chocolate Chocolate? No, sir. I know who you're talking about, too, but nah, I ain't that dude. But uh, for, for, before I get to the ass, man, just want to thank all of y'all. You know what I'm saying? Um, Charlemagne, thanks for Black Privilege. I bought that joint two times. Thank one you, One for sir. me, one for my wife. That's dope. Um, and my wife caught me to got the shook ones, John, but I ain't read that one yet. Um, Angela, thanks for the um, sound advice you be giving all the time and stuff, and also the Drink Fresh Juice Company. I don't know if you're still rocking with that, because I was checking the website the other day, and it was down, but... Um, uh, we are um, relaunching, so we had okay. to actually bring in some a couple of other partners, and we're coming back in, like, two months. Okay, yeah, I know the logistics on that shit is probably yeah. crazy because I got I, I ordered a sample pack, got six of them down here in San Antonio where I'm at now, and um and all of them was good. And then um envy, envy to you, fam. Um, you know, like I said, I did 26 years in the Air Force, man, and um went before the before streaming. The mixtapes was was killer, man. You know what I'm saying? I still got the mixtape with you and Lenny S. The Snickers joints, you know what I'm saying? The MB Live 99, that shit was, you know what I'm saying? That shit was hard. So I still got them joints in my CD book now. So, uh, but Thank yeah, you, now that I, um, you know, big doll of y'all up, you know what I'm saying? Here goes the ass, you know what I'm saying? So I'm a military vet, did 26 in the Air Force. I'm from Brooklyn. And, Brooklyn. Um, you know, and I want, uh, if you guys could spotlight some veterans that, um, that business owners, you know what I'm saying? Especially those of color, you know what I'm saying? I wrote a book called uh, Classified Encounters back in uh, and released it back in 2017 and you could get that joint on Amazon or uh, my own website at Classified Yeah, I'm not going to lie. I feel like I'm in the future and I feel like Big Chocolate the Toe Sucker went to jail for some type of sexual <laughs> offense. He came home 20 years and now he's a new man. A new man. Like, that's what you sound like. Well, thank you, bro. We'll definitely check out you your like book, like a man. refined Big Chocolate the Toe Sucker who calls up here all the time. Send some books up here if you can. Trav! Yo, what's up, Envy? Hey, what's up, Trav? You know what, Trav? We want to say Regulator. we appreciate you. Wait, I, mean, I, I, heard, I heard two things at once. We yeah, said Angela, wanted... you said penetrator. No, no. <laughs> we, <laughs> said, <laughs> we said we would appreciate you. We we heard what you did for Blind Beauty, man. That, that's, that was dope. Oh, yeah, that, that's, that's, that's my boo, yeah. I, lo I, lo I love beauty. I, I definitely love beauty. So you love booty. We know you love booty, Trav. <laughs> Oh, oh my God, yo! I cannot, yo, leave me alone, Charlemagne. <laughs> hey, man, can I say something real quick, bro? Like, I just want to say, like, there is a stark difference between we, we, my people got to learn how to take a joke and stop being so homophobic, bro. When you go on the Breakfast Club page and read the comment about Charlemagne and Envy, mind you, these you guys are entertainers and you do this funny stuff, bro. But when you go on Elvis Duran page and read the comments, night and day, a stark difference. No, like, it, it really is. No, it really is, for real. People who, who can take a joke <laughs> and people who, like, are going off, calling you gay and 
oh, this is why oh, we got to stop talking to him now. And bro, what's wrong with being gay anyway? Say it again. I said, what's wrong with being gay anyway? I mean, <laughs> it's, it's fun to me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Spoken like a aggressive top. <laughs> but no, but seriously, man, like people got to stop being so homophobic. These are the same people would be like, oh, why why people always got to come out as gay? Why they got to come out as gay? They force it on us, and then they turn around and they be the same ones like, oh, Charlamagne need to come out. He need to just say he gay. He need to just do that. Like, bro, y'all need to relax and just right. enjoy the jokes and enjoy the fun, bro. Thank you, thank you, Trav. Bye. <laughs> keep, having, keep having fun. Get it off your chest. 800-585-1051. If you need to vent, hit us up at any time. Now, we got rumors on the way? Man, let's talk about uh, Steve Harvey versus Mark Curry. Where did this beef even start? We'll tell you how Steve Harvey is responding to comedian Mark Curry's accusations against him. All right, we'll get into that next. Keep it locked. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. It's about time. What's going on? Yo, yo. This is the Rumor Report with Angela Yee on The Breakfast Club. Well, Steve Harvey is tired. He's sick and tired of Mark Curry. He says lying about him stealing jokes. Now, Mark Curry had said this. Well, Steve stole my material on his show, so I had a beef on that. When he was on his bullshit talk show he had. He did all my Halloween material one Halloween. I'm watching that. Uh, somebody called me and said, man, homeboy doing your material. So he did my whole Halloween run. And I know he didn't think of it. And uh, this this is true stuff that really happened to me. Uh-huh. And so my thing is, you don't have to do that, homeboy. Motherfucker, you made enough money, bitch. I- wow, sounds like they have a real beef. Well, TMZ caught up to Steve Harvey, and here was his response. I'm getting sick of this right here. Yeah. Mark Curry need to grow up. Steve Harvey ain't been on stage since 2015. Well, he said he used him on one of your shows. Ask Mark Curry what joke he talking about. Tell him to grow I, up, man. I think it was on Little Big Shots he was what? making the record. Are you kidding me? Yeah, he said. Are you kidding me? He said that he confronted you about it before, and then even and after he that, still he still ain't said what joke it is. Get a life, get a career. Never stole a joke in 35 years. Yeah, ever. By the way, that's how fights get started because that cameraman didn't know what the hell he was talking about. Mark Curry specifically said he said it on a talk show. He said what the joke was, and that cameraman could not tell Steve none of that information. I don't even know why Steve replied. I- I'll be honest with you. Steve is so past <laughs> anything that's happening right now. Steve's on top of everything, executive producing everything. Would I care what somebody else say about me about yes. stealing a joke? Not, 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 Evan, not you level. would definitely care. Stop nah, it. Not on that level. Not on but that let level. me tell you this. Did y'all see Steve Harvey on New Year's Eve with Rob Gronkowski? Mm-mm. When he was taking shots and all that? And he uh, smashed Steve's Lego head. They had like a Lego of uh, Steve Harvey's head. When I tell you, you got to look up that that footage. That was hilarious. Now, I don't understand if people understand. Like, Steve got it, got it. Not like, got it okay, and he's, no. Steve is... Steve is very well off. Filthy. But that don't mean that you can't, you know, uh, respond to people if the, you feel like it. No he probably don't want his that. reputation sullied with somebody saying that you stole jokes. So and, and, and you as gotta, a comedian, that's I like I the biggest insult. To that. And, and Steve is still a, a hood dude from Cleveland at the end of the day, and he probably came up with a guy like Mark Curry. So he, has, he still has a certain respect level of respect for Mark Curry as a comedian and as a black man. That's why you say when you see him, you have that conversation, but I wouldn't go back and forth for Mark Curry, honestly. All right, now, Justin Bieber is putting out a documentary. It's coming out on January 27th, and 
He is going to reveal in this documentary so many people thought he was battling a deep depression, but it was really the result of him contracting Lyme disease. So they said nobody knows how he actually contracted that disease, but it comes from a tick bite, and those symptoms include rashes, headaches, fever, and fatigue. So he was going through it and at first did not know why. He's now been diagnosed. He's being treated with proper medication. His skin has cleared up, and now he's getting ready to go on tour, put out an album, and all of that. He also put out this video. Guess what, babe? Yeah. Your boy's going back on tour. You and me traveling the world. And then after the tour, we have a baby. Potentially. And then what? And then, I don't know, we quit and go live somewhere? No, I'm not quitting. This crazy lady telling me to quit. I'm kidding. Oh, my gosh. You're They're going to kill you. She doesn't mean quit. So was he dealing with depression because of Lyme disease, or he's saying he never was depressed at all? He's saying that he was diagnosed with Lyme disease, and that was what was affecting him. So maybe some of those symptoms might feel like depression. And then yeah. I think also it affected his skin, his brain. He actually posted on his page also, while a lot of people kept saying Justin Bieber looked like ish on meth, etc., they failed to realize I've been recently diagnosed with Lyme disease. Not only that, but had a serious case of chronic mono, which affected my skin, brain, function, energy, and overall health. Yeah, because I don't like when people are dealing with mental health issues. They dealt with mental health issues, and they've come out on, a, on, a, on, a, on the other side, but then they try to blame those mental health issues on something else. Because that doesn't help people who actually have mental health issues. They need right. to hear these stories, you know what I mean, about people who overcame. Right, and I think for him, he just didn't know that he had this disease. So probably all these things were wrong with him. He was fatigued, all of that, and he's probably like, am I depressed? I got a friend who got Lyme disease. Drop on the clues bombs for Chris Morrow. That's my guy. And I know Chris had Lyme disease. And it's incurable. He talks about it all the time on the Brilliant Idiots podcast. And he sometimes looks like a meth addict, too, so I can see it. Mm. All right, now, Tyler Perry, if you guys recall, we did this story about how he writes all his own shows, which, to me, I felt like that would get a lot of positive feedback. Here's what he said. All shows on television have a writer's room, and most of the time there are 10 people, 12, whatever, that write all these television shows, right? Well, I have no writer's room. Nobody writes any of my work. Why am I telling this? I wrote all of these scripts by myself in 2019. What's my point? Work ethic. Now, how could you critique that? If you could guess what people were saying in response to that. Um, I could see people saying, I could see people saying they don't like Tyler Perry's stuff, so he needed to hire writers. All right, yeah. One person said, Tyler Perry not having writers explains why his writing hasn't evolved much. I say that because when you have a writer's room, you could bounce off of each other's ideas. He doesn't have anyone challenging him, nor is he opening himself up to new thoughts. Other people feel like he should consider hiring black female writers because that much of his work is told from that perspective. And even director Judd Apatow said that he should consider hiring a team. He said on Twitter, the most fun part of running a show is the writer's room. You should try it, Tyler Perry. You make friends and laugh. Lots of Chinese food, too. Occasionally, someone says something so funny that you can't breathe. So, I'm going to be honest. I didn't hear much hate in anything that you said just now. That all sounds like constructive criticism. Well, I didn't say hate. I said criticism or oh, critiquing of yeah, it. Yeah, that sounds like constructive criticism. If he wants, but uh, the man is successful. He's doing it the way he's been doing it. has been working, so it can't be that bad. And right, if he's uh, yeah. successful doing it, maybe that's the way he feels. Maybe I mean, he just too. wants to you know, stay in a room by himself and do that. And, and some people did respond that. and say, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. Absolutely. And listen, we do know that niggas love to hate, okay? And we, do, we just like to have needless criticism of people because jealousy does destroy from within. So when you 
see that big studio that Tyler Perry got and you see how nice he living, you just want something to be mad at. Let's be clear about that as well. I didn't mind what Judd Apatow said. He said you should try it, and it's a good experience. And some people were like, you know, you could be giving a lot of writers some work also. I, I don't want to try it. Now, see, that's the critique I saw that I didn't like. People were like, oh, him writing himself is not opening up work for other people. Tyler Perry provides so many jobs for people because he writes everything himself. That he, I, that's what caused him to build the empire he but, has now. But I don't have to. This is my creative genius. This is the reason I b built this whole thing. Of course no, it's mine. Of course it doesn't have to, have to, to but I guess whatever you put out to the world, people will have their say yes, in whatever will. it is that Write you say. So. Scripts. Yes, they and uh, Tyler Perry did post yesterday. He said, my writer's room to the millions of you who are loving what I do and watch my shows every week. Don't worry, I ain't stopping. Don't forget the haves and the have-nots returns on OWN TV and the Oval sis and Sisters return More on More jobs. Beauty. More jobs that Tyler Perry's pen has created. Drop on the clues bomb for Tyler Perry. I'll be honest, man. I don't want to get sick of y'all niggas before Black History Month. Boy, it's, it's coming. I was sick of y'all at the end of last year, but man. All right, now, congrats <laughs> to DJ Khaled. He is executive producing Bad Boys for Life, the soundtrack. That's dope. Yes, we the best music group in Epic Records have announced that he is the executive producer that is going to come out on January 17th. He put out a press release saying, I'm honored to have the soundtrack on We the Best Music Group as this is the first release of 2020 with more to come this year. So congratulations. How, how annoying was he trying to get Will Smith to record something? I know Will Smith did a verse or something for that album. Uh, he's actually not on here. No, Jaden really. Smith is. Oh, okay. Meek Mill's on there, City Girls, Black Eyed Peas, and Jay Balvin, Rick Ross, and Bryson Tiller. Uh, Nikki Jam and Daddy Jinky. It's a Khaled album, but it's a soundtrack. Mm, yeah, right. it's a Khaled album, but it's, it's a soundtrack. That's Pitbull, dope. Smart idea. I guess that DJ Quavo. Khaled level of annoyance didn't work on Will, huh? <laughs> he couldn't wear him down, huh, Khaled? Mm -mm -mm. All right, I'm Angela Yee, and that is your rumor report. All right, thank you, Miss Yee. Now we got front page news. When we come back, what are we talking about? Yes, Meghan Markle and Prince Harry stepping down. This was a big story for everybody yesterday. They're taking a step back from the royal family. All right, we'll get into that next. Keep it locked. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. Hey, everybody, it's DJ. MV Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. Let's get in some front page news. Where are we starting, Yee? Well, let's start with Meghan Markle and Prince Harry. Apparently, they are stepping down from the royal family, the British royal family. They did release a statement that, by the way, blindsided the royal family. They had no idea this was even going to happen. They said, we intend to step back as senior members of the royal family and work to become financially independent while continuing to fully support Her Majesty the Queen. It is with your encouragement, particularly over the past few years, that we feel prepared to make this adjustment. Can you do that? Can you just up and quit your royal duties? Um, so the problem that people are having from what I've been researching, it seems that the issue is that they're not fully stepping down. They're just stepping back. Yeah, so it's, they're going to still get the taxpayers fund everything. Like they funded them redoing their cottage. I think that was like three million dollars. They fund their travel, fund oh the wedding. God. So people are upset that they've gotten this money. Exactly. Yeah. But then are not fully stepping down, so they'll still get these benefits, but not have to... Why are they stepping down, though? What, what's, the, what's the reason? Now, Do we know? spoiled. In defense, right, you know, Prince Harry did have to see his mother, Princess Diana, go through a lot. And actually, because the problem with being part of the royal family is you also have to sacrifice your own privacy. Right, they have a lot of access to you, so you're really in a fishbowl, and that's the issue that Meghan Markle's having. And the other issue is oh. that she's half black, 
And so the press has been, her, their treatment of her has been really awful. And I also look at it like they have their son now, Archie. And maybe he's concerned about his wife. He's concerned about his family and their own mental well-being. I can't So say even if they sure. step down, do they think the press is going to stop following them? Well, they're going to not be there all the time. It they're going to be splitting their time between North America and the U.K. It sounds to me like they both saw coming to America for the first time and they got inspired. And by the way, this is the epitome of privilege to just wake up one day and decide to be regular. And also, don't tell me you live in a common life unless you give away all your money. Those, those people that are complaining about that have a valid point. If that bank account not common, then none of this matters. Eddie and Arsenio could live in the middle of Queens in the slums because they could just hit the king up anytime they want to get wide a couple million dollars. That's okay. fake, though. Okay. But I get what you said. It was not fake. <laughs> all right, well... Where would Prince, you rather live? Wakanda is a moon. And people are also saying that Meghan Markle is the person that's causing Prince Harry to behave this way. They said after he admitted in a recent interview that he wasn't on good terms with his brother, Prince William, they said things were already tense between the brothers when Harry met Meghan, but things became much, much worse after they got married because Meghan and William's wife, Kate Middleton, they don't get along at all. So apparently that's why they're not getting along with each other. And they also said Harry's been spending less and less time with his old lifelong friends. And he's hanging out with Meghan Markle's Hollywood friends more like the Clooney's. They said it's almost as if she has taken control of his life. I don't think Meghan saw the end of the coming to America. Remember when uh, Lisa McDowell uh, turns to Eddie and, and Eddie says, I'll give up all this for you right now. And she goes, nah. Right. <laughs> I think you need to watch the end of the movie. My goodness. Miss Markle. Well, they said they're working to become financially independent. So. Well, give away all that money then. Give it all away. Everything in your bank account. Mm -hmm. Dump it. That's nah. what Eddie did. When Eddie took uh, uh, Simi's um, uh, little petty cash, mm -hmm. that's what you got to do. Get rid of all the money then. Nah. All right. Well, that is your front page news. All right. When we come back, Tiffany Haddish will be joining us. Yes, indeed. Like a Boss is in theaters tomorrow. That's her new film. That's right. We're going to kick it with her when we come back. So don't move. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Everybody is DJ MV Angela Yee, Charlemagne the God. We are the Breakfast Club. We got a special guest in the building. That's right, my sister, my sister. I'm kind of jealous of her, Tiffany Haddish. Hey. Queen Haddish. Thank you, thank you. It's nice to hear that a man is jealous of me. Yeah, let me tell you why I'm you jealous. You got a lot of reasons to be jealous of her. Tell me why you're jealous. He wants a vagina. I seen you with that ass yesterday. <laughs> and that's the reason. You know, the first one, I don't know if it's the first time. That's the reason time, because of her ass. Tiffany came up here. Charlemagne gave Tiffany a pendant, right? <laughs> Just mm -hmm. for doing well and saying he's proud of you, my sister. So Charlemagne gave me a box yesterday, right? Mm -hmm. So I remember that he gave you the pendant. <laughs> There's some diamonds in it and everything. So I said, you know what? Maybe he got me a pendant to say he's proud and of me. And that big, heavy box? I didn't know. And then I opened it up, and it was an ass. What? He got me what I like. It was exactly. a Who Framed Roger Rabbit exactly. pendant. That's what I like, right? Right. You obviously like it. That's right. So he I got, got him some he Oh, my God. And it got the right there, got too. It. it got the testicles on it. Can I touch it? Yes. Um. Uh-oh, oh is that God. cheating now? You just touched Charlamagne's butt. All right, <laughs> You know what? Tiffany, that, I like to smack a good ass. That makes me think that you, man ass. That makes me think you smack ass during sex, and some guys get real funny with that. No, I don't smack men's asses during sex you unless don't? they ask me to. I don't do nothing to a man unless he asks me you gotta to. You got to get consent. You have to get consent. Because, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, they're not finna be trying to pull no case on me. Yeah, you're you rich enough to get me too. Me guys, too. Guys do that to girls all the time. They don't ask. Like, is um, it okay? No, I, I make it a, I say, look, unless I ask for this, don't do nothing outside because I will turn around and punch you. So don't do nothing extra 
extraordinary, or if you want to do something extraordinary, you better talk to me about it first. Because otherwise, I might I might pop off. Like, don't touch my neck. I got neck issues. <laughs> what you mean? Like, neck I don't issues? like getting kissed on the neck. You don't touch my neck. Sure. No, like, I got I got PTSD. I've been choked a few times. Okay. So <laughs> don't just come at my neck. You got to let me know that that's happening. Don't whisper things in my ear. I might pop you. Like, I got reflex issues. You know, I got just, I got issues. So if a man's having sex with you, he got to ask. I'm a choke. down type of chick. Okay, okay. <laughs> you go from the down. So wait, but what about kissing on the mouth? Are you okay? Yeah, no, okay. okay. We can kiss in the mouth, okay. but you still need to ask if you can kiss me first. You can't just be like, <laughs> I'm like, well, what's going on? Like, <laughs> yeah, you got to ask if you can come in my space. How has your dating and sex life changed since, you know, your star has risen the way uh, it has? You can't just be out here doing things you used to do. You got that right, because, you know, I used to just date dope dealers and police, but now... <laughs> Goodness, <laughs> but now, like, I'm... A, okay, for 2020, I'm about whoever like me, you come at me. Yeah, you just got to meet my criteria. What's the you criteria? Know, my criteria is, you know, you got to have good credit, your own career, you mm -hmm. know, have things going on outside of, you know, trying to focus on me 110%. Now, I want you to focus on me, but I also want you to have your own universe. You need to be building a kingdom, okay? I need gotcha. to see a man that's building a kingdom because I want to be with a king. Work. Also, can't have, like, a whole bunch of kids, you know. And I really, if you got kids, I want them to be pretty much grown. Okay. I don't want to be having to teach them how to do anything. So 16 and higher. Uh, at 20. 20. <laughs> she not trying to go to college. Even if you got grandkids, I'm not finna mess with that because I don't want no grandpa D. Uh, <laughs> nobody want the grandpa D, you know what I'm saying? And then, um, you know, uh, fun, gotta have fun, gotta like to travel, you know? Mm -hmm. And it, it, you don't have to be extraordinary in the bed, but you, mm -hmm. you need to be good. What about what line of business? Like, would you want somebody that is in the same business you're in or not? I don't care what business it they're in, matter. as long as they got a business. Okay. I want a man that has some ownership of his stuff. Because right. some people That's feel right. like if you don't know this whole Hollywood business, you get really jealous when somebody's on set and they don't understand it. And yes, girl. I dated this one dude who was an engineer. He was fun. Fine. Okay, fine. Had property, all of that. But then he would come to set, see me on set, and people would be like, oh, I love you, Tiffany. I love you. Like, oh, they love you. Were you sleeping with them? You doing this with them? Why Why he love you? Why wow. she love you? You sleeping with them? And I'm like, no, that's just their way. That's just how people talk. Like, mm -hmm. if they got love for you, they got love for you. Like, no, nah, you must be sleeping with that person. I'm like, if I was sleeping with that person, I would not be dealing with your ass. <laughs> I'd be dealing with that person. Mm -hmm. But, you know. Because once you sleep with me, it's a wrap. Now, what happened with Chingy? <laughs> I, I, I got to bring up Chingy for the time. Because you and Chingy went back well, and we, we only five about, minutes in and you what, bring it up Chingy? What are you talking about sleeping? It's a wrap. got a movie coming out Friday. She said rap. We're going to get to the movie. Yeah, that's what, okay, we got to understand this is back in the early 2000s. <laughs> I was young. I did not know how to use my 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 feminine wiles the okay. way I know how to okay. use them now. Okay, I'm a grown-ass woman. Now I know how to move back. See, see, see. <laughs> then I would just lay there. Okay, yeah, okay, okay. It'd be like, uh, uh, uh. See, that's easily forgotten. Now I hump back. I even pull out, you know. I got moves. I mean, when talking about when She's talking about moves. when talking about Chingy, you got to say lay there, lay yeah, there, lay there, lay there, lay there, yeah. But I mean, it's so funny. That, that whole situation is hilarious. Uh, you know, I don't really want to make him famous. Yeah, he didn't claim it though. But he didn't claim it. You know what's funny is he didn't remember. Okay. And then his brother has said something to him like, "Yo, he slid in my DMs. I can show you the DMs. Okay. He slid in the DMs like we need to have a conversation. I don't know what the hell you talking about. And you was into my brother. I was like, no, 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 no. That was with you first. Then you hump my homegirl, so then I humped your brother.
Damn it. Oh, so you home chicken? <laughs> yeah. Who looks better him? Who looks better him or his brother? Or who was better back then? You know, let's be honest. When I hooked up with his brother, I was pretty tipsy. Uh, <laughs> they both kind of looked the same. They both were the same on the looks department. But, Goodness uh, gracious. I was, I was, and I was sleepy with Chingy. I was pretty sleepy with okay. that. I mean, really, I shouldn't count neither one, but I'm, I count all activities. All Goodness right, gracious. Fair enough. <laughs> well, that's the past. Okay. That's, that's past. The that past. is the past. That's in the past. You had, you, a mat you had a maturation process last year. You had your bar mitzvah. Yeah, bar mitzvah. Bar mitzvah. Bar mitzvah. Yeah, that I'm looked dope. That I'm a girl. That looked popping. Yeah, it was popping. And it was like the party of the year for me. Mm -hmm. I had a blast. Uh, it was a lot of hard work getting up to mm -hmm. it because mm -hmm. I had to learn uh, Hebrew and learn. Uh, I did the Vietza. Uh, that was my portion of the Torah, which mm -hmm. is uh, basically in Genesis. And I talk about how uh, Jacob went, uh, had the dream about the ladder and the angels going up and down the ladder. And mm -hmm. I had to teach about what I learned. So that's, you know, that's about what and I see, is. I see you rocking the star, David. It's interesting because you went to... How you pronounce it? Eritrea. Eritrea. Mm -hmm. A few times. That's Africa, but it got mm -hmm. you closer to your, your Jewish it, heritage. Yeah, right? it got closer to my roots it, all the way around. You know, uh, in the black community, we don't have anything that says, I'm an adult now. That's mm -hmm. All those things have been stripped from us when we were brought here to America, uh -huh. right? There's quinceañeras for right. Spanish people. Mm -hmm. There's, you know, bar and bar mitzvahs for others. You know, white people just inherit land and get their businesses. Their <laughs> other businesses. You know, everybody has had something, but we don't have anything mm -hmm. that says you're an adult. And I don't know if you've ever been to a temple, to mm -hmm. a Jewish temple, but you gotta go, because they be in there singing, okay? Yeah. Really? They sing. Like black really? gospel choir yeah, singing? Sing. Now, I don't know about like black gospel choir singing, but they sang. They 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 get it in. They're like, yeah, Yisrael, Adunai, Eloheinu. Like, they really? get it in. Mm. They get it in. I'm like, okay, okay. I can, I can rock with this. Did I, you get any backlash at that at all? Because yeah, I know I sometimes black people be like, no, we Baptists, or we Catholic, or... Yeah, so uh, um, some people have said things like, oh, no, you black. That's what you are. You know, you black, you Christian, you this. You don't know. You don't know. Because there's black everything. How has the Jewish community reacted to to that? Like, you... Most most have embraced me and, mm -hmm. and, and been very happy about it. Happy that I'm, you know, talking about it, that I'm bringing awareness to it and bringing people closer to it. Just a few things like people like, oh, it's your dad. It doesn't count. It doesn't count. But if you go back to when that was determined, when that law was implemented, that you're only Jewish if your mother is Jewish, you have to remember there was no DNA testing. Mm -hmm. But if you read the Torah, if you read the Bible, it's whatever your father is, you inherit the sins of your father. I did the research, got my DNA test, that's my daddy, that's that's in my blood, that's what I am. Mm -hmm. So they can't accuse you of cultural appropriation because that's your culture. And, and, part if of I, it. and if I did, and if I was cultural appropriating, what what is what is what's it to you? Because yeah. let's let's be honest, on my mama's side, uh, we was right. There's plenty of white blood on that side. Mm -hmm. I can't claim that. Uh, you telling me, because uh, uh, I could say I'm white. I could say that. You right. can look at my 23 men, you will see the European in me. <laughs> I, think, I think it's very strange when people that are on the out that aren't you try to tell you what you are. When yeah. you have so many different components to yourself, like because I'm half Chinese and half black, people will be like, well, you're not black. I'm like, how am I not black? This is the dumbest thing I ever heard. The and stupidest it, thing, right? You are a little bit of everything. Mm -hmm. I'm an onion, baby. Peel me back. <laughs> I'm going to make you cry you and I'm going to taste delicious. <laughs> All right, we got more with Tiffany Haddish. When we come back, don't move. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. DJ NV Angela Yee, Charlemagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. We're still kicking in with Tiffany Haddish. Charlemagne? People love to say Tiffany Haddish be cooning. And I'm like, Tiffany the same Tiffany that I've known all these years. Like, so why not if she's successful? 
y'all say she's cool. Now, how does oh, that because, make you feel? Because when say I that? think they say that because they notice that uh, white people is paying attention to me. Mm. You know what I notice? Uh, white people don't never say about another white person. Oh, they they being they being wiggers or they yeah, being yeah, they right. yeah, yeah. or this they yeah. an embarrassment to the white community. Yeah. They mm-hmm. might say something about Trump or whatever. They might hate on Trump, but other than that, they never reject their own. But black people would be so quick mm-hmm. to reject you or try to say you are making us look bad, which which makes me believe they want me to be something that I'm not, which makes me believe they jealous of me because I'm being myself and they can't be themselves because they've been being fake for so long mm. that it's, it hurts them to see me living just how I, who I am mm-hmm. and how I am. Chet Hanks Patwa at the Golden Globes. I thought that was hilarious. <laughs> and I'm like, whoever is <laughs> him is blowing is not his mind. That's your make him It must be Patrick. Patrick must got him talking about <laughs> She converted him. Okay, that's the conversion right there. That's that good monkey right there. I heard he got a Jamaican baby mama. Well, there Somebody you have it. Yeah, there yeah, you yeah, have yeah, it. Yeah. If he got a Jamaican baby mama, she put that smack down. She changed his DNA, okay? She changed him. She changed his vocal cords. Now, now you got Like a Boss coming out Friday. Yes. Like a Boss. It's, it's about lifelong best friends and, and remaining remaining friends. Do you have friends from childhood? That you... Yeah, I've, I got uh, I got like three besties, and all of them, except for one, well, two of them come from like junior high, and the other one from uh, high school. We mm-hmm. have all been together. And then one, my, my latest best friend, I would say since I've been divorced, and, and uh, so three besties that we ride or die. But I got like, I, I was looking at that the other day. All my friends I've had from at least 10 to 20 something years. Mm-hmm. That's a good thing. Like, they know you. That's an amazing Yeah, thing. yeah. They know me very well. Mm-hmm. And and I would like to think that I'm a very good friend. Like, if we need to go fight somebody, well, let's go fight. You can't but be fighting now. You can't I'm, fight look, now. Look, 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 now. But they will calm you down. Level, okay. Now that I'm on this level. You know, I call some goons. There you yeah. go. There you go. Because real friends will calm you down when you're about to do something that could jeopardize anything you have going on. But sometimes on. you need an ass whooping, though. Sometimes nah, people you're need real, you don't got to do it, though. Yeah. Yeah. You don't got to do it, but you could be like, you know what? Th- this is what my favorite thing to say. Mm-hmm. My favorite thing to say when somebody mess with me, I like to say, I'm going to snatch your soul, and you ain't going to know it happened. Mm. That works in the bedroom, too. Yeah. That sounds like well, some yeah, like, No, no, no. In the bedroom, you say, I'm about to suck the soul out of you. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm going to mind control you with all of this. She did that good. When you talk about those bodies, right, I'm surprised more men don't be standing up saying they slept with Tiffany Haddish. They just might for, not remember. Let's be, let's be honest. Let's be honest. <laughs> gracious they thing. might not remember because I was really skinny then. And when I was in my whole phase, <laughs> I was really skinny, and, um, you know, I be in and out. I be in and out. And uh, yeah. <laughs> they, might, they might have glimpses, like, I think I f***ed her. I'm not sure. <laughs> Plus, that's a corny thing to do for a guy to just out of nowhere be like, you know, I've been corny. Guys, a lot of corny recently. There are dudes out here that claim that they slept with me, which I know for a fact they did not. Mm-hmm. Uh, really? Yeah, I'm like, no, we didn't, like, do it. And you gave me some but we right. didn't do That's it, do it, sir. Together. I mean, I might have I you off in the car, but we didn't do it. <laughs> you, remember the, you remember the guy that just gave you I remember everybody. Wow. I remember the ones that kiss really bad. Mm-hmm. I remember, I count everybody. Damn. You know, uh, the when finger bangs, all that, I count it the all. The finger bangs? I count it all, baby. Jeez. Anything <laughs> with some juices is uh, present, I count it. <laughs> now, it? if we was just dry humping, I don't count that. The dry hump, you know, the, uh, the dry humps count a little something. No. <laughs> okay, when's the last time you somebody off? Because do people still do Jesus that? Jesus Christ. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, I, the last time I did that was uh, last summer. 
Really? Last summer? <laughs> yeah, last summer. Now, you was popping last summer now. <laughs> <laughs> was that a house or a car? Uh, it was in a hotel room. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Do you use lotion or is it dry? You spit in your hand? <laughs> okay. And look him in his eye. <laughs> look him dead in his eye. What level of <laughs> are we talking about now? Is this a celebrity or is this a... This is a basic realtor. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> like, <laughs> basic realtor. A realtor. <laughs> <laughs> you got to have sex with him, that was it. Nah, nah, I didn't want to have sex with him. Nah, nah, nah. Damn it, man. <laughs> nah, nah. That was it. Guy go go smack like him a, on his ass. Was that like a sympathy? I smack him on his ass. How you don't let a realtor close? How you don't let a realtor close? I'm not taking this house. Was that like a sympathy? Like I'm it not was gonna like have to... a, it was like. <laughs> Thank you. She got the problem. Like, you know, I got a great discount. Oh man, he is handsome, but it wasn't enough for me. You right. know, so like it's like you know you want to, and then you like let me see, and then you like when it's out, then you like I don't want to. You know, he's a nice person, right. and I don't want to hurt his feelings. Like put uh, that back. Like, yeah. It was a sympathy. Yeah, a small. And it wasn't a sympathy thing. Oh. It wasn't a sympathy, but I wanted to be. You know, I want him to remember me. It sounded like the oh. turned you off, Tiff. You had a little. Or was it a smell? It wasn't a. It wasn't. A little, you know, I've had experienced bad smells. Really? Experienced uh, what? Bad smells. That a bad smell. Oh. Like a dude pulled this thing up. We was in the car on a date, and he was on his. We was on our way to the restaurant, and he ain't. He didn't. <laughs> he. We was like. We stopped at a light, and he just. I started smelling something. I was like, uh. "What is that?" He was like, "Can you help me make it go down?" I was like, "Ew." That stinks. Like, no. And, and why are you pulling out? I didn't ask to see it. Like, you didn't even feed me yet. And he was like, please make it go down. It's it's so hard. Make it go down. So I smacked the hell out of it. Oh, my Yo, God. What age is that? Yo, and it went make down. It go down. Please help Man, me. that's like 24. Uh, Goodness gracious. You must have been hugging the block. Man, I, don't, I was like, I don't know what that smell is, bro. Did you just come from the gym? You just finished <laughs> with some dirty chick? I don't know. But, yeah, that was some dirty yeah. No, you, thank can, you. So you you like non-celebrities then? You you want like a regular dude? I like all men. Yeah. All men. It don't matter what he do as long as he got his own business. Mm-hmm. He, I told Black, you. Black, white, Asian. It don't matter. It's mm-hmm. a man. Is a man. <laughs> I know some some people get mad. Well, what the cat said, I'll be uh, uh, catering to the white man or some. Uh, uh, what, what did he say? I'll be. Uh, Damn, I don't forgot about that. Always now. flirting with the white man. Or, uh, yeah. uh, are you only like, date white men or something? Nah, nah. You're married and, and, to a white man? Nah, I don't I remember. I slept with many, many black men. He said I was married to a white yeah. man. I thought that was hilarious. On the last OG. He, huh? Yeah, on the last OG, you I'm married, married to, to a white man. man. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But, my, but the father of my children black on that show, right? Yeah. But um, <laughs> <laughs> look, I'm, I'm about any kind of man. And I haven't dated a lot of white men in mm-hmm. my past. I, I have dated some. Uh, they cool. You know, they, they smell like milk. Um, like milk. And the older they are, the older the milk smell. And Mm-mm-mm. when they get wet, they smell like puppies. And I love puppies. Uh-huh. Um, <laughs> some of them do smell like puppies. I, that might be messed up to say, but I know I, I always thought puppies. it was full-grown wet dog. I ain't... You thought wet dog? Yeah. Oh, maybe because the ones I've been dealing with is a little young. Goodness. <laughs> People are going to be like Tiffany Haddish. They white people smell like dogs. <laughs> I tried to move it on. I tried to move it along. <laughs> She dates underage white men that smell like pumpkins. (laughs) (laughs) She thinks white men smell like milk. (laughs) And I do. (laughs) All right, we got more with Tiffany Haddish. When we come back, don't move. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. Good morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. We're still kicking in with Tiffany Haddish. So do you cook? 
Yeah. You cook, I cook, very you cook well. everything. Really? So you what do you cook? cook like your, a I, don't, I don't cook chitlins or stuff like that. I don't, Why do you say chitlins? Because you say everything. Like, And that made me think, like, he thinks I cook chitlins. <laughs> I, don't, I don't cook chitlins. <laughs> but I cook, I cook a lot of things. No, like, Tiff what? cooks, cooks. Yeah. Like, what do you cook? What's your what's your what's your, your dish? People love my baked chicken, mm. my pot roast, my collard uh, my collard greens is everything. My cabbage that I make. Oh, I make this this garlic soup that's off the chain. I gave son to Sarah Silverman. She's like, please make me another pot. I'll pay you to make me a pot. Um, what else do I be making? Uh, my fried chicken is off the chain. So you gonna do a cooking show? Mac and cheese. You gonna do a cooking show too? I mean, look, I'm, I'm, I am the only human being that's ever been on the label of uh, Laurie's seasoning sauce. Hey. Mm. So that says a lot about what I do. You know, that company's been around for over a hundred years, and they've Absolutely. never put a human on any of the Laurie's bottles. But they put Tiffany Haddish on there, called it Tiffany Haddish, Larry Season is Salt. She ready. She ready. Why is that important for you to do with people you work with? Because I saw Billy Porter say how you used to cook every Sunday. Like, is that like a bonding thing? It's or? important to me because I feel like it, it, when we work together, especially if it's a movie about fellowship and friendship, that we need to have that. We mm -hmm. need to have that chemistry. If mm -hmm. I don't, I, if I've never met you before, I've never spent time with you, I need to spend some kind of time with you. And it's, we in a different state, away from our families. Like, it's good to have some camaraderie and bonding and everybody was bringing dishes over and I would do it every Sunday and we'd play spades and we'd play all these like game, family games and mm -hmm. stuff and we would eat really good and Salma Hayek would bring tequila so then people just started spilling their truth and and then, mm -hmm. you know, then we went to a strip club one night and we had a great time. How was the strip club? It was off the chain. We went to Swinging Riches. You know, mm -hmm. I don't like going to them regular strip clubs. Selma Hayek went to? No, Selma Hayek didn't go that okay. night. But me I was going to say because she's in this movie. Yeah, yeah, she and is the in guys here they saw they was like hold on Selma Hayek yeah they... yeah Selma but see Selma was at the house they had one of the strippers come to the house um, and <laughs> oh, y'all because it was around my birthday yeah. and so they had one of the male strippers come to the house and he did a dance oh, it was a was male like, strip club oh yeah I only go to male strip clubs I only want to see oh. swing like uh, did I say that yeah, I mean, I like like you said you Billy Porter I was like huh yeah I took Billy so Porter it was a male strip club. yeah okay. yeah male strip club swinging riches swinging. And yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Do they have the cover, the sock cover thing on? No, they, no, they get fully naked. Oh, they get fully wow. naked. I've never they been to a fully out, naked they, one. Girl, let me tell you something. Oh, the ones goodness. with the bigger thing things, they don't dance that much, but they look nice. But the ones with the smaller ones, it's like Circus Dole in there. They dance their ass off. <laughs> it's actually really it. fun. The first time I went, I went with a bunch of my girls, and they were not with it. But then when we got there, they had such a great time. But yeah. the guys... They said they have to like tie the um, sock around because it cuts off the circulation and makes them stay hard. Joey behind yeah. you shaking his head like, yup. That's exactly how it goes. Yeah. You, you not dance, going Joey? right, Joey? What? You dance? No, I don't. <laughs> he said, oh. you dance. Oh. Well, you don't yeah. dance. Wait, Joey, Joey, have you been to this place, Monster, out here in New York? Like, no. out oh, here I want to go. Like, no. Monster. Yeah, Monster Bar? No. Joey, um, let's go. There's a place out here in New York called Monster Bar, and like certain nights of the week, they have male go-go dancers, and then there's like a boom-boom room in the back. Oh, they don't let ladies in the back boom-boom room, but when you got celebrity status like me, hey. uh, they let you in the back. Now, I didn't spend more than $20, but I did have a good time. <laughs> I'm surprised I never spend more than $20. <laughs> Why? Because they're men. They're supposed to pay me. They're lucky they get to be around me. How, does Billy, how does Billy Porter act in the script club? Because he acts so pristine. <laughs> he he y'all throw singles? Or no, y'all don't throw No, we throw singles. Yeah, we throw singles. Or or we tuck them. You tuck them. You fold them and you tuck them. Because they were naked, them. though. They, yeah, you, you tuck it. Under okay, the testicles? I, 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 yeah, I, yeah, I, yeah, between I, the I, 
in the tank. How was Billy in the strip club? Billy Porter. And he was he was cool. He was he was still being very you know Billy. Yeah. But he's like yes, sir, yes, dad, yes, dad. <laughs> <laughs> Talks like this. And, uh, and his husband was there, and his husband's like yeah, yeah. And they're like we're gonna go to the boom boom room, Tiffany. I was like if I was you, I would stay right here because this is where it's happening. And they went to the boom boom room, and then Billy and his husband come back, and they was like the boom boom room was whack. I said it's more out here, and they was like yeah, right. And then I had walked past this one guy. His name is uh. I think his name is Mustang, or I call Mustang. him Shaka Zulu. <laughs> he got on these, uh, he got on these, he have on these, always these very uh, eclectic uh, shorts or whatever. And I had walked <laughs> past him, and he, the stage is up, and I thought he punched me in the top of the head. But, and, but he had dropped his thing on my head, and uh -huh. it was real heavy. And I was like, I, was, I ran over to Billy. I said, did he just punch me in the head? He said, no, nah, he dropped that D on your head. I said, well, I got to go back over there. That was heavy. <laughs> and, then, and then I grabbed it, and I sang a song in it. You sing a song and it's like a mic. Wow. And gave him, you was I gave him four dollars. <laughs> now, now you're speaking of singing songs. I, I noticed I noticed in a lot of the stuff you do now, your stand-up specials, even in Like a Boss, you got music in there. Yes, yes. Uh it, I think music is like very it's close to comedy so mm -hmm. much. You know, it's about music. Comedy is about like musicality and music is about they have comedy or whatever you know they say what they say every musician wants to be a comedian every comedian wants to be a musician and I I, I believe that and that's true because Tank trying to tell jokes now yeah I know yeah. I know I know he been trying <laughs> anyways uh, <laughs> I haven't heard it is he any good so like I was saying the uh, uh, <laughs> R&B singer Tank Tank yeah, yeah he's he, doing he, stand up. He all right. And but I <laughs> I like to uh make songs and I want to I don't want like people like you coming out with an album. No, I just want to put all my music in my projects and like I'm producing things that I'm not necessarily in but still if, if my song is in there then it's like I got my footprint on it. I'm I'm in there. That's another check too though, right? Uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I did a song with Snoop, you yeah. know, the the theme song for They Ready, and then I got Snoop on it, and so now that's in Like a Boss. You know what? A, a lot of women have problems expressing their age, especially in this industry. You just turned 40. You don't have no problem saying that. Why is that? No, I don't have no problem saying that I'm 21 for the 19th year. <laughs> that's um, right. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm, I'm proud to be 40. Uh, I think women that have an issue with saying that are just afraid because in the past, it's like once you hit a certain age, they, they would kind of like edge you out but I think that you should be proud of however old you are know that just because you're old duh or young or whatever doesn't mean that you're any less valuable mm -hmm. or more valuable it's about how much work you put in and what you bring to the table that that decides what your value is that's right and I, my last question you talked about equal pay last time you was here with Kev but like a boss is majority women, so how how does that work on a film like? Uh, I got paid more than everybody. Uh, <laughs> I made sure of that. Uh, I said y'all pay me like a white man, or I can't do this. <laughs> no, um, uh, I think everyone was paid fairly. Um, I, I was a producer on it though, and I put music in there. So I mean, I think everyone should be paid for what you bring to the table. Right. And, I'm I'm doing a lot of press for this movie because they did pay me very well. That's right. Yeah, well, we appreciate you, you for joining us. Well. The movie you can go check it out right now. That's right. And thank you so much for joining us. Thank and you, Tiffany Haddish. You know, we appreciate you. She ready productions. That's yep, right. She ready. All right. It's Tiffany Haddish. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning.
to me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. Shout out to Tiffany Haddish for joining us this morning. If you missed the uh, interview, you can check out the full interview on our YouTube page. That's right. right. Her new movie, Like a Boss, is in theaters tomorrow. That's right. A lot of good black movies coming out tomorrow. Well, two, Like a Boss, uh, starring Tiffany Haddish mm -hmm. and um, Just Mercy. Just Mercy. Michael B. Jordan, Jamie Foxx. Yeah, that comes out tomorrow, too. Yeah, when does Bad Boys come out? Next next Friday. Next Friday. 17th. Okay. All right, well, let's get to the rumors. Let's talk R. Kelly. It's time. She's spilling the tea. This is the Rumor Report with Angela Yee on The Breakfast Club. So, R. Kelly, his two girlfriends that were living with him at the Trump Towers in Chicago got into it. And Asriel was there, and Joycelyn Savage came, and it turned into a bit of a brawl. You know that's wrong. You know that's wrong. This is his house. You're disrespectful. You're so evil. I'm not evil, baby. Evil. I need to protect myself. I need to protect myself. Joy, you were sleeping on me. Asriel was on Instagram Live, by the way, while all this was going down. Well, hold on. According to... We'll get to that in a second. But according to Asriel Clary, she says that she was untouched. Look, y'all. Your girl is good. Look. Oh, I'm good, baby. I'm good. But this girl really came at me all this hand motion and did not land one single punch at all whatsoever. It didn't look like that when her phone was on the floor. I ain't see the fight. I just heard it. It sounded like something was touching, touch, touching, touching. So Osriel must be the one <laughs> doing all the say? touching. What did you say? I don't know. God been DJing with my brain lately. All right. Now, Asriel, Clary, and uh, Joycelyn Savage... As we are reporting right now, Azriel was on her Instagram Live, and her and Joycelyn got into it. They are the two girlfriends of R. Kelly that were living with him mm -hmm. in the Trump Towers in Chicago. Now, Azriel then said that she was covering up for R. Kelly. Rob has been lying to all of y'all, <laughs> and that's the sad part about it. And he had people like me lying for him. That's why we never watched the documentary. So we got on Gail King as stupid as can be. Call a attorney i want this bitch in jail with her man you can go be tweedledee and tweedledum in a jail cell was that, was that supposed to be a revelation like what don't we know about r kelly at this point like why is she acting like uh she knows like why is she acting like she knows where all the bodies are buried and we don't know she knows where all the bodies are buried like there's nothing we don't know about r kelly at this point well i think what she's saying is that her and joyce lynn lied to the people duh um, we all know that <laughs> that's, duh. So that's what she's alleging now as we are clary also uh did after all of this say after she said that she didn't get touched and all of that here's what happened first of all she came up in here she had gave our keys to another woman she does all his like handwork from him from jail i didn't let her come up here first because i didn't know who she was so then Justin came back up here she just came to get like his awards and his grammys and stuff and then after that she started saying that i'm so wrong and that this and that and i told her Joycelyn, you're going to jail you stuck with the minor that minor was me you did it multiple times and then she started attacking me she hit you? Yes. With uh, her hand? Yes. Was she using an object or anything? Yes, she did hit me with her phone. She hit me. She hit me with her hands, and she was trying to kick me. In your face? Yes. I thought so she was touched. So the, the other girl won then? Yeah, she said she wasn't touched, but then when sad. the cops came, she changed her mind. Huh? Now, R. Kelly's attorney is saying that this whole thing was uh, staged to boast social media, to boost social media popularity. And Joycelyn's dad said he's still not in contact with his daughter, and he said the fight footage was sketchy. R. Kelly's lawyer also said, I have a statement written by Asriel that she provided to me voluntarily after Robert was already in jail that said she never had sex with him when she was underage. As far as this little cat fight, it's clear that it was staged. I want to watch the fight, but I'm scared to click on any video with R. Kelly in the title involving girls. 
Well, it was on. It's on all the blogs. That's on, yeah. So yeah. you could definitely so I think check you it out. Can find that they wouldn't be able to post. But that. nobody else seems crazy. They ride for R. Kelly all that long, and then as soon as the money stops and they stack, they get kicked out, and then all of a sudden they change stories. Well, I don't know if it's the money stopped or he's not around anymore and he's in jail. So maybe the I, fact that he's not there to control the narrative like he was before. They were riding but, for him for yeah, a little bit. Yeah, but they're a little too late because there's nothing we could hear about R. Kelly at this point that would surprise us, other than Robert himself admitting he has a problem and he needs help. That's the only thing that would be surprising at this point. Right. All right, now, Boosie Badass. People were upset about him. Now, we're upset at him. Tell me if y'all think... All right, Envy. Yes, ma'am. You were about to pledge Kappa, right? Yes, I was. I was actually in the process of doing it, but my grades were a little low. My grades were a little low. I needed a, a, a 86 on a test, and I got an 84, and the teacher wouldn't bump it up two points so I could pass, but I was mm. online and everything. I heard All they right. didn't want you because you kept trying to play with their Kappa canes. <laughs> Well, Shut listen, up. can you wear a Kappa Alpha Psi Fraternity Incorporated shirt or sweater if you are not in the fraternity? No. Well, Boosie did just that. He was sitting courtside at a Houston Rockets and Atlanta Hawks game, and he posted some pictures of himself wearing it. He wore it just because he thought they would be actually, like, think it was him paying homage to them. And he responded to all the backlash. He said, I was in the mall looking for red, and I saw the sweater, and it was hard. Yes, I know it was a Kappa sweater. I thought I would get love from wearing it, and I hate calm y'all ass down, bruh. I was just getting fresh. And then he put hashtag leave me alone. I get it, because those those brothers really, you know, they, they really went hard. They learned everything that they had to learn. They went through a process where well, the majority of them did, and they Listen, take it serious. One of my best friends is a Kappa. Drop on the clues bonds for DJFrothy.com. Um, I, I didn't go to college. I don't pledge no fraternity, no sorority. I don't see the problem here, though. Because when those cappers shimmy, they always shimmy to Boosie wipe me down. So it sounds like a goddamn even exchange to me. I think about that, That's a fair trade. I ain't think about that. Okay, what if Boosie say, I don't want y'all shimmying to wipe me down no more? That is true. Y'all made him an honorary cappa. I ain't think about that. Because every time y'all shimmy, y'all shimmying to wipe me down. So Boosie's an honorary cappa, goddamn Well, some people did say that, but some people people thought it was offensive and disrespectful to the fraternity as a whole. No, it wasn't disrespectful. Boosie didn't know. Send Boosie an honorary cappa king. But Boosie, yeah, Boosie definitely is an honorary member. I mean, every you play wiping down, you're going to see the kings going and all that. And how do bloods feel? Because I be seeing oh, Kappa's in red and blood's in red and both of y'all be throwing up the same sign. The yo-yo sign. Exactly. Right. But so it, have the, it doesn't feel? have the logo on it. Yeah, it's the same sign, same sign, same color. The Cap Alpha Psi logo? And the bloods. The blood Not sign, the, logo, the Kappa sign the is the color same red sign. I thought you talking about the sweaters. Okay, I thought you were talking about the sweaters. So, I'm like, no. I don't know. It sounds like everybody needs to have a conversation with everybody mm-hmm. and everybody needs to coexist peacefully because I feel like everybody is just taken <laughs> from each other. <laughs> well, he know. didn't know. Like, I wouldn't be up here wearing an AKA sweater and I never pledge. I just would not do that. Right, you wouldn't. You know what I mean, But they danced to his song. Yeah, He's I, right. I, I, I didn't think about that. I don't that. know who came first. Kappas of Bloods, Bloods of Kappas. And um, Boosie definitely should be able to wear a Kappa shirt because they always shimmy in the white man. Boosie of all people should be able to wear You're yes. right. I didn't think about that. He's an honorary Kappa. You're damn right. Even though he's more like a Q just based off stereotypes, but he should be an honorary Kappa. All right, I'm Angela Yee and that's your rumor report. What stereotypes? What are the stereotypes? I just want to hear this one. This would be a good one. What stereotypes? I don't know. I'm, mm-hmm. I don't, I'm stupid. <laughs> don't do it to yourself. I'm, first of all, I'd do it to myself if I wanted to do it to myself, I mean, but I just don't feel like doing it to myself because I just don't, don't feel do like it. doing it. I want to see you do it to yourself. <laughs> see, 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 see. He said it was gay. So what? See, <laughs> see. Excuse me. See, excuse me. Take the balls off. But take. <laughs> I didn't say that. I didn't say. What did you, you say? Forget. All right. What well, that's your rumor report. Let's keep it moving. Donkey of the day is up next. It's the Breakfast Club. Say who you want. <laughs> no, I don't want it. Here, say <laughs> it. Who you want it? Say it. Who you want to give your donkey to? You. See, I knew it. <laughs> I knew it. See. <laughs> 
Come on, who are you giving a donkey to? Come on, tell us about uh, it. Uh, Florida, they need to come to the front of the congregation. They haven't gotten a donkey today this year, but they're getting one today. Oh, my goodness. All right. Donkey today's up next is The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Make sure you tell them to watch out for Florida, man. Florida, man. Florida. The craziest people in America come from the Bronx and all of Florida. Yes, you are a donkey. A Florida man attacked an ATM for a very strange reason. It gave him too much money. Florida man is arrested after deputies say he rigged the door to his home in an attempt to electrocute his pregnant wife. Police arrested an Orlando man for attacking a flamingo. It's the breakfast club, bitches. Donkey of the day with Charlemagne the God. I don't know why y'all keep letting him get y'all like this. Uh, donkey of the day for Thursday, January 9th goes to a 69-year-old Florida middle school teacher named William Crawford. What? Has your Uncle Shala been on this radio saying about people from Florida all these years? The craziest people in America come from the Bronx and all of Florida. And in 2020, that has not changed. The streak continues, okay? William Crawford, a teacher who has taught at uh, John Long Middle School in Wesley Chapel for 10 years, was arrested on Tuesday for child pornography. Uh, any grown-ass man who is into child pornography is a threat to kids everywhere, and they need their ass beat. That's exactly why people like that have to register as sex offenders, because we need to know to stay away from them, okay, and keep our kids away from them uh, to prevent us from having to bust their head to the white meat. And when you're a teacher at a middle school who is into child pornography, the level of ass-kicking that you deserve can't be defined. Okay, you walking in that school every day getting turned down by 6th and 7th graders, and we know how many times you have acted on... We don't know how many times you've acted on those urges and, and abused or traumatized some poor kid who's probably still dealing with the effects of that molestation today. Now, that's just me jumping out the window of a building called Conclusions, but those are the kind of conclusions you jump to when you hear about 69-year-old grown-ass men like William Crawford indulging in child pornography. Now, I know what you're thinking. Charlemagne, grown-ass boys get caught with child pornography every day, B, and you're right. But that's not why he's getting donkey today. Uh, that's one of the reasons. But the reason he's getting donkey today, the main reason, is because of how he got caught. Let's go to WFLA NBC 8 for the report, please. William Crawford was a middle school teacher here for 10 years. Tonight, he is in jail and facing serious charges. Mr. Crawford, you have 10 counts of possession of child pornography. Crawford is accused of having multiple images of child pornography on his computer. According to the arrest report from the Pasco Sheriff's Office, Crawford brought his laptop to a Best Buy for service, and a member of the Geek Squad found the images of child pornography on the computer. A Pasco judge has now set Crawford's bond at $200,000. Geek Squad found out that he was a member of the Freak Squad. Uh, I often think some people get to a certain point in their life and they just want to go to jail. All right, 69 is relatively young nowadays, but this guy probably tired, man. He probably don't have no family. All his friends are dead. Or maybe they're just too tired to hang out, so he's like, F it, what's happening in prison? There's no other way to explain situations like this, you know? Um, once upon a time, I, I was in the mean streets in New Jersey riding with a former homie of mine. Uh, the night before, we got stopped by the police a couple times in Harlem. They searched us, let us go on our way. But the next night, we got stopped in Fort Lee, New Jersey. And when the police put us over, you know, I'm cracking jokes on, on the cops, telling them they're harassing us for no reason, go lock up some murderers or something. And all of a sudden, the cop says, put your hands behind your back. I'm like, Lord Jesus, I don't play with these white folks too much. But what had happened was my former partner who was driving passed the cop his license, registration, and insurance card. And when he gave it to the cop, it was in this little plastic contraption. And inside that little plastic contraption, along with the license and the registration and the insurance card, was a couple grams of booger sugar. 
That's right. Salt's angry-ass twin brother who will ruin your life, cocaine. I'm telling you that story to say, I thought that was the dumbest I did everything in my power to get caught and I earned my arrest story until I heard William Crawford's. Not to mention the homie I'm talking about currently lives, guess where? Where? Florida. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> you know why? Because crazy recognizes crazy. And the gravitational pull from Florida attracts its own kind from all over the country. All right? Being a cop in Florida is the hardest and easiest job in America. It's the hardest because you have to constantly lock up the crazy. But it's the easiest because the crazy constantly lock up themselves. Please give William Crawford the biggest he are. <coughs> Florida, ladies and gentlemen. Florida. All right. We also need to have a conversation about Lil Boosie, too, when we get a chance. Nah. And what sorority or fraternity, what fraternity would Lil Boosie actually be a part of? Because I stand by the fact he would be a Q. Why? Only because when you look at the Qs, it seems like all of the hood people pledge Qs. All the hood dudes, all the dudes from the hood end up seem to be Qs. That's just my personal opinion. But I didn't go to college, so don't take my word for it. I'm just going off observation. Well, maybe he wants to be a Kappa. Maybe Kappas are usually pretty boys. Okay. So you think Boosie's pretty? See, no doubt. I Drop see. on the clues bomb for DJ see. Envy. I love it, baby. 2020, 2020, more and more people are just oh, being themselves, goodness. just being free. Goodness okay? gracious. All right. That's right, baby. Thank you for that donkey today. Up next, Ask Yee. 800-585-1051. If you have a, a relationship question or you need a relationship advice or any type of advice, call Yee right now. The number again, 800-585-1051. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Come on. Need relationship advice? Need personal advice? Just need real advice? Call up now for Ask Yee. Keep it real. Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. It's time for Ask Yee. What's your name? My name is Taylor. Hey, what's your question for Yee? Okay, Yee, so I've been dealing with this guy, um, like, for a little over a year. Um, it's nothing serious, like it's super casual. And the other night, I'm over there, and we're like going, getting into it or whatever, and we're getting ready to have sex, and I started my period, Ooh. right? And now this dude is like not returning any of my calls, any of my texts. He's being like super weird about it, <laughs> and I'm just like, I left, right? Okay, I left my glasses at his house, and I like can't see anything. <laughs> you need your glasses. And, like, he's not responding. To get my glasses and like I'm not supposed to drive without and I don't know he's just being super weird so like I just wanted your advice on how to deal with that. So hold on, you bled all over him? Oh girl, yes, it was like so embarrassing. Um, so yeah, we're like getting into it or whatever. He probably was like, "You are and, so wet." You know, yeah, girl, yes. And he was <laughs> like, he goes, "Oh my god, you are so wet," and then he like pulls it out or whatever. He goes, uh, you're bleeding. And I was uh-huh. like, oh, oh, my God. And I, like, turn around, and he's like, there's blood all on him. And I'm like, nah. oh, goodness. So I go to the bathroom. Dude, this dude is walking like he's on himself and, like, <laughs> taking, like, little baby steps. And, like, like I'm like, come on now. Where is he was grossed out, school? though. You got to sympathize. That's gross. It's happened. It happens to all. It happens to all of us, though. At some point, right? Okay. So, but, but like now he's not returning my text or my calls. I need my glasses. I know. The main thing is you need your glasses. All right. So, did you apologize? Like, I'm sorry. I know that wasn't. You know, no. it wasn't your fault. But yeah, I apologized profusely. I was like, I am so sorry. This is so embarrassing. Like, does he need new bad. sheets? Like, no. We were in the living room on the floor. Oh, okay. Like, I was on my knees. Like, it was fine. Like, it was nothing. <laughs> yeah, I was getting it in. 
Yes, girl. And I was so, oh, I was so disappointed. But like, yeah. So yeah, I he's, know. he's got to grow up, man. I mean, come on. It's, I'm sure everybody's had that experience as some, every guy in here, right, has gotten bled on sometime. Yes? A period don't stop nothing but a sentence. Okay. But I'm married, so don't listen to me. <laughs> but I will say, do you have any mutual friends that can go pick up your glasses? Because I'm more concerned about you not being able to see. Girl, I'm concerned about me not being able to see either. Um, we have mutual friends, but, like, we're, we try to be, like, super low-key about it. So I don't uh, really okay, want. so y'all creeping around. Yeah, well, girl, you might gotta get a new like a new pair of glasses. <laughs> Put that order I'm in now. <laughs> Man, I really think I'm gonna have to. Okay. <laughs> yeah, you gotta suck it up and that's get a new crazy. pair of glasses. I'm sorry to hear that. Oh, no, that's all right, Mama. Thank you. Okay, <laughs> that's the have worst. You too. Ain't that the worst? He's like, it's like, so wet, and he's so excited, thinking he really did something. <laughs> All right, that's Ask Yee, 800-585-1051. If you need relationship advice or any type of advice, call Yee right now. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Here's some real advice with Angela Yee. It's Ask Yee. Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. We're in the middle of Ask Yee. Hello, who's this? This is Noelle. What's up, Noelle? What's your question? My question is about joining a husband and wife in a throuple relationship. Mm-hmm. Okay, so you want to be the third person with the husband and wife. What's your question about that? Well, I met the husband in August, uh, and, you know, he chased me up until November. I finally gave in. Mm-hmm. And uh, I, I have no idea he was married, so I guess he got frustrated living the double lifestyle. So in a few weeks ago, he ended up confessing to me and the wife that, you know, he's been having a relationship with both of us, and he wants the three of us to be together and, you know, be in love with each other, uh, and he wants me to move in with them. I had a conversation with the wife, and she seems like she's down, but I'm just not sure. Girl, I'm go through with this. Uh, what do you think about it? First of all, move in with them? I don't know about that. Can you see that being your life? I don't know. And they have three kids, so it's just a lot. But, you know, I do like him a lot. And, and how do you feel about the fact that he was married and didn't tell you? Yeah, I know. That, that was another thing that, you know, I'm confused about. And perhaps his wife is just agreeing to this because she's scared she's going to lose him and has no choice. Yeah, that's kind of what she told me, that she's just, she, you know, she loves him and she'll do whatever it takes so he won't leave. Um, so she'll, she'll be willing to force herself to, to love me. But I don't know. I, just, I guess I just wanted to someone's opinion about the whole situation. I, this doesn't sound like an ideal situation for you. Do you want to one day have your own man with your, you know, your own husband and everything for yourself? Just you and him? Yeah, I do, but I feel like, you know, just how the way the world is now, I feel like every man cheats, so I feel like I'm just like... Oh my God, girl, do not tell yourself that. If you put that energy out there and you feel like you have to settle for whatever it is that you can get, that is not the right attitude. That is a thousand percent okay. not true. This person right here lied to you, was deceitful to you, and is putting his wife in a situation where she feels like she has no choice. He doesn't sound like a great person yeah, to right. me. Yeah, you're right. And you can definitely do better. Okay, yeah, you're 100% right. All right, well, good luck, Noelle. Okay, thank you so much, Angela. No problem. I ask ye, 800-585-1051. If you need relationship advice, you can always hit ye, or you can email ye. Ye, what's your email? It is helpmeye at gmail.com. All right, now we got rumors on the way? Yes, everybody is not happy about this Aretha Franklin biopic that's going down. We'll tell you who is calling for a boycott. All right, we'll get into that next. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Good morning, everybody. 
everybody. It's DJ MV Angela Yee, Charlemagne the God. We are The Breakfast Club. Good morning. What's happening? Let's get to the rumors. Let's talk Lonnie Love. Listen up. It's just in. All the gossip. Gossip. The rumor report. Gossip. With Angela, Angela Yee. It's the rumor report. The Breakfast Club. All right. Well, on The Real, they were talking about some comments that Joe Button made where he said that he could understand why Kevin Hart cheated on his wife. And they, resp- they responded to that on The Real. Here's what Lonnie Love had to say. I don't speak for the black community, but I do think that a lot of black men, they really don't know how to have true, faithful relationships. I disagree. They think because they have money, because they have power, that they can treat women any kind of way. I Lonnie disagree. Saying and that <laughs> is something we need to work on. We are still dealing with the point of uh, slavery, and we are descendants of slavery, and because our families were broken up, we still do not have an idea of wh- how to have together families because our families were broken oh, up. Oh, Lord. I disagree. Mm-hmm. First of all, I disagree with Joe Budden's comments. Doesn't matter if you're broke or rich, successful or unsuccessful. If a man wants to cheat, he's going to cheat. Doesn't matter if his boys are around or not, like Kevin Hart said. Doesn't matter if he works hard, that like Joe facts. said. Men cheat because they want to. Men cheat to feed their egos. We sleep with different women because it makes us feel better about ourselves. You know why I stopped cheating? Because it wasn't making me feel good. You know why it wasn't making me feel good? Because you get tired of lying and hurting the one you love. But you know how, Exactly. But you know how I came to that conclusion? Because I started working on myself and healing my traumas. When you start doing that, it's not as easy to hurt the ones you love. And being a faithful husband and a great father is not feeding my ego, it's feeding my soul. And that makes me feel better than any ego boost or other piece of poom poom could ever. Okay? Well, all okay. right. Who are you getting mad at? Getting I just don't like when people throw those narratives out there about black people. Like, like I salute to Lonnie Love, but damn, Lonnie, like, you as, as a black person, how can you just push that kind yes, of narrative? Yes, everybody cheats. It has nothing to do with black, white, Word. Asian, or anything. People cheat, like you said, to feed ego. When they grow up and they realize that they're hurting the people that they love, hopefully they smarten up and they realize it's not worth it. Joe, like, oh, because men work hard. And Kevin's like, oh, because my boys went around. No, nigga, <laughs> you cheated because you wanted to cheat because you was feeding your ego. That's Correct. it. That's it. Nothing more, nothing less. You want a hug, bro? You know how I know? How you know? Because I was a cheater. Oh, okay. How do you know, Envy? Because I, I cheated That's before, it. man. Like, y'all ain't no excuses. I'm not proud of it. All these excuses And I don't want to talk about it. That was a bad time in my life. I don't even know that nigga Well, no you guys are both neither. black men who cheated, so. First of all, black men don't cheat. We were black boys, boys. who cheated. That's right. Yeah. It was a difference. Boy, boy, boy! That's right. Not a boy anymore, ye. That's right. Grown-ass man. Grown-ass man. And I don't feed my ego. I feed my soul. I love my wife. Okay? I love my wife. All right. Now, Michelle Obama has launched an Instagram video series, right? And uh, what she's doing is she's partnering with ATTN to launch a video series, A Year of First. And that's going to show inspiring stories about students navigating their first year through college. That might be good for you, Envy. Your daughter's going to be in her first year of college. Yeah, I'm excited about it. I think I might be even more excited than her. I got, like, tons of NYU sweatshirts. I'm about to get an NYU bumper sticker. I don't know. I'm just excited. Okay. All right. Now, Mike Tyson (laughs) was on T.I.'s podcast, Expeditiously, and he talks about Michael Jackson. Michael Jackson was a player, according to Mike Tyson. Here's what he said. Even Rodney Jr. showed him a film, Uh and it's a girl. It's something about... um, the girl of the video, something was happening. They were looking at the school, that girl found, and then Michael said, yeah, if you had a Rolls Royce, you'd get it with you. Something like that. So I knew Damn. he knew the game, right? I said, Michael, you said that? He knew what time. He wasn't no f-ing stupid little feeble-looking little boy like Peter Pan. <laughs> <laughs> 
That's one of my favorite podcasts, by the way. Salute to T.I. and Expeditiously. I can't wait to work out and listen to that one. And Mike Tyson also said when he first met Michael Jackson, he hated him for years. Why? Well, apparently he said that he went to go see him and he had just became the heavyweight champion of the world and Michael Jackson treated him like he was a nobody Michael wasn't impressed. Drop one of two bumps for Michael Jackson, goddammit. I, I sold 75 million records with Thriller in a time where people had to walk into the record store and actually buy them. Not impressed by your little knocking people out thing, okay? Please. He said it hurt his Can feelings. You walk, nigga? It broke his ego and it crushed me, he said. But come on, Mike Tyson. It's Michael Jackson. Mike should have snuffed him one I, time. I, I, I want to know who Michael didn't, probably didn't treat like that. Hmm. Who did Michael Jackson feel small standing next to? At that time. Um, it's not many. Nobody. He's yeah. the most famous person in the world. Michael Jackson made the planet stop when he died. Yeah, he was. Come on, man. All right, now, Aretha Franklin's son wants a boycott of the biopic that's going to be starring Jennifer Hudson. Didn't know that they weren't on board. He said, once again, the Franklin family does not support the movie that is in production, nor do we support the book, The Queen Next Door. Neither entity felt the need to contact the core family about anything. How can you make a movie about a person and not talk to the person's sons or grandchildren about important information? How can you put a person's family image in a book and not ask permission? If you are a real fan of my mother's, please do not support this. Ask yourself, would you want this done to you? Side note, the only person my mother was in favor of for the movie was Jennifer Hudson, period. Everything else is being done against our wishes. Mm. So that is from her family. That's hard, man. I love Aretha Franklin. I do still kind of want to see it. Mm -hmm. And I do like Jennifer Hudson as an actor, so I feel like I can't see myself not going to see the movie. But you do have to take into consideration how the family feels. What do y'all think about that? Um, I definitely think that you have to take into consideration how the family feels. And I often wonder, like, who has final say and control over what story actually gets told. Because once the movie is shot and in the can, it's not like you can change things, right? I would think that those guys that are, are women would be on set and be directing things as they go, but I I don't know, man. Well, Respect is scheduled to be released in October, and the person who's directing it, Lace Tommy, has worked on shows like The Walking Dead and on Insecure also, just the FYI. Hmm. All right, I'm Angela Yee, and that is your Rumor Report. All right, thank you, Miss Yee. Revolt, we'll see you guys tomorrow. Everybody else, the People's Choice Mix is up next. Get your request in now. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Hey everybody, it's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. Now, shout out to Tiffany Haddish for joining us this morning. That's right. Uh, salute to Tiffany Haddish. Like a dog. Not like a dog. Why I say like a dog? Like a boss. Like, like a, a boss. boss. What? I'll tell you why I just said that. But Like a Boss is in theaters uh, tomorrow. You know what I mean? Starring Tiffany Haddish. So go check that out. The reason I said like a dog is because I asked a question on social media, even though I knew the answer. And the question I asked was, if the good brother Boosie was in a fraternity, what fraternity would he be in? I said he would be a Q. Uh, Roland Martin hit me up on Twitter. He said Iota or Sigma. Um, but majority of people are saying he would definitely be an Omega. Omega or Qs, right? Yes. 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 I, and I say the same thing because most Qs are hood dudes. Not you know necessarily. what I'm saying? Terrence J is a Q. Yeah, Terrence J is a Q. Terrence J is from the country and he's from the hood. And him and Boosie got the same fade. Yes. Steve Harvey's a Q. Fred's a yes. Q. I'm trying to think of who else is a Q. A.J. Sha- Callaway Shaquille a Q. All these people you name it are the that I think are hood. Um. Like, every single one of them is from the ghetto, okay? <laughs> from the country, like the rural areas, like uh, Terrence J. from Rocky Mountain, South Carolina, like that Like that area is the hood. Montel I don't think A.J. AJ Callaway's not a hood dude. <laughs> Listen, um, Montel Jordan's a capo. Montel, yes. R- Rory is a capo. Rory who? Joe Button's guy. You talking about capos? I'm talking about the Qs. Oh, Qs. Yeah. Um, talking about the Qs. Who else is a Q? 
I, I, listen, every Q dude, every Q I know got some hood in them. So I would think that Lil Boosie would be a Q. Mm -hmm. And they like to eat poom poom like nobody's business. How you know that? Because when I used to go to the step shows, that's, that's what they used to always be talking about. I thought the Cappers ate the... I, I, like I used to be thinking it was the Q's. Q's used to be talking about eating the poom poom nah, and throwing up the hook. Nah, it was the, the throw the cane and uh, Nah, nah, nah. I think Q's eat we more we we're in a fraternity, right? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I'm just telling you based off observation, the Q's look like they eat more poom poom than Cappers, but I don't know. <laughs> what is somebody that look like they eat a lot of poom poom? What I'm just going like? off what I would see at the step shows, man. The Q's right. always had some type of routine where they were talking about eating box. Okay. So, yeah, I think Boosie would be a Q. All right. Well, when we come back, positive notice to Breakfast Club. Good morning. Yeah. Morning, everybody. It's DJ MV, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. Now, you got a positive note for us? Yeah, man. I just want to tell everybody out there, uh, you know, that, that, that may have made some mistakes at some point in their life. Always know that nobody is perfect. That's why pencils have erasers. Breakfast Club, bitches. Y'all finished or y'all done?